Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning into the podcast. My name is Stephen Beckman. I'm the chief executive nobody of the Mesh News Project. The Mesh News Project is the mothership of the Pro 2.0 podcast. You can hear more episodes of the Pro 2.0 podcast without an app at the address of podcasts with an S, podcasts dot COINTELPRO, the number two, and then zero spelled out, that's Z-E-R-O. So that's podcasts dot COINTELPRO, the number two, Z-E-R-O dot com. There's also some companion videos we have for the, the COINTELPRO 2.0, and that is at videos with an S, videos dot COINTELPRO, the number two, and then Z-E-R-O dot com, as well as just the online resource center that is COINTELPRO, the number two, and then ZERO.com. That is a great resource with articles and videos and podcasts all in one. And that is for people who are targets of gang stalking, mobbing, workplace harassment, um, tips and tricks and strategies for whistleblowers and government leakers and even journalists who might be under the thumb of oppressive means or uh, a large group of people who would employ these tactics even on the corporate side, seeing as COINTELPRO 2.0 tactics are also used on targets that, you know, a corporation might deem as a threat or what have you. And since the commercialization of the military industrial complex, these services are available to those who run in those kinds of circles. So visit the website, check out the resource. That's COINTELPRO, the number two, ZERO.com. Hey guys, uh, thanks for tuning in the podcast. You're going to have to deal with a little bit of road noise because I'm on the road again. Um, yeah, I want to talk about Alpha and Omegas. And this is kind of going into the crypto world, the intelligence world shit and it's not because you know I'm a super spy it's because I was used as a intel asset I guess is what you would call it um, but usually when people get used as an intel asset they have some this something you know I would like to call it you know and uh, it's alpha and omega beginning and an end and there's always a there's always a reason why you get brought into to be an Intel asset, whether you're just a local asset, uh, whether you're, you know, a celebrity, whether you're a musician, uh, fucking government, because there's, there's, there's politicians that reach stardom and they don't even realize like they have handlers. Um, it's just because like the same way that, uh, boy bands get made. You know what I'm saying? There's a guy and he's just like, I know I could get these, you know, four hot dudes and then give them enough vocal lessons where it's, it's tolerable, but they'll shoot straight to the top as long as I'm managing them. And, uh, well, that happens for the Intel world too. Same thing with politicians too, especially now, more so now. Um, especially if they have like a good backstory. Ooh, fuck yeah. And it makes it seem organic, and then it gives people hope. 
but I digress on that shit. But Alpha and Omega is something in the intelligence world for intelligence assets is the when they're done being used by the intelligence community, how their story ends or their career ends usually mirrors or has a callback to when they were first induced or introduced as an intelligence asset. And what that essentially does for the intelligence community is it lets other people in the intelligence community know that somebody was managed and the intelligence community was in control the entire time. So, fucking, let's say somebody became an intel asset, they became a celebrity, right? And let's say when they first were being used as an intel asset, whether they know or not, because like I said, there are handlers. They, um, you know, how we had that, I had that whole um, chapter on conclusive ambushing, and then I showed how it gets, it's done with AI now in my last film how they use how they call it surveillance capitalism but maybe they use basically basically use behavioral nudging algorithms where they can literally guarantee presidential elections that's how much manipulating human behavior is a absolute science um that's essentially what handlers do it's just now been attached to an algorithm and it's been and it's being used at scale across whole populations. But basically, it's the same thing handlers would do. They're hyper-emotionally intelligent people. They read the, you know, they study the psychological profile. They know your background. They know the things that scare you. They know the things that drive you. They know what uh, get your ego going, etc. And then when one handler passes you on to another, they explain all those things. And just as that great Mike Pompeo um, clip that a gray zone took of them at Texas A&M where he has, they have entire training courses. They have entire training courses for lie, cheating, stealing, manipulating people, etc. They also have that on being an intelligence handler. But it's kind of like a, as, 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 from what I'm understanding, um, it, it becomes sort of like a, a required skill. Like, uh, especially even if you're going to dabble in the, in the civilian crypto community, which is, you know, its own thing. But, um, the reason why somebody's story ends and begins, like I said, I'm backtracking is so, um, the intelligence community or whoever was micromanaging you or handling you can signal to everyone else, um, that when your career is over, when you're being used is over, or even your death, sometimes your death will mirror why you were even brought into that community in the first place to be used as an asset. It's to signal to everyone else that we were in control of everything the whole time. And I don't know, it's like an ego thing. But let's say like, I don't know, um, you got brought into, and I'm totally... And I'm not at all, and I not at all because I have not studied this at all. I'm just using this as a, as a, um, as an example. But let's say uh, you were on a show called, yeah. Let, let's say you got brought in as an uh, into the intelligence community, and how you first got brought in was you were someone's um, 
made. Do you know what I'm saying? And the person who was into entertainment industry um, was also uh, a spook. And your story starts out where, you know, you find out that, oh, yeah, you started your movie career. Your first film started when you were discovered and when your boss, who you were made for, asked you to read a part or whatever and he discovered you, whatever, right? That becomes your origin story. That's your first thing, but it was when you were made. And then, like, let's say after your movie, uh, let's say the last film in your career was a movie called, like, Made in Manhattan or whatever. And that's your last film in your career, and then, you know, that that's how your story ends. Or let's say you're, you on a show called News Radio, and then, like, you end your career with being a podcast host of a top news show. That's your, that's your alpha, and then your omega is, you know, that. And I'm just using those as examples. I'm not saying that they, those people are, I don't know shit about those people. And please do not, I'm just using them for an example. I'm just trying to think off the top of the dome. But that is a way to signal to other people in the intelligence community. It's your alpha and omega. It's the beginning of your story and the ending of your story mirrors each other. And it's kind of like a closed loop. You know what I'm saying? Time is a flat circle kind of thing. But essentially for Intel assets, the beginning of your story will, will end. I mean, the end of your story will have some sort of mirror like the beginning. And it's basically like a receipt. Uh, whatever, however you got brought in, right? And what it does is it lets other people know, especially people who know about that, that community, also let them know everything that happened after that was under the control of the intelligence agency, of the, of the intelligence community, or the civilian crypto community, which, believe it or not, has a pretty close-knit relationship. They're not really in control. They just know how to fucking... You know what I'm saying? Let's say uh, you're flying a plane. The people who fly the plane, like the pilot and the um, and the uh, flight attendants, are intelligence workers. And then the passengers on the plane know how to fucking read the uh, the safety protocol pamphlet in the seat, and they can understand when the flight attendants are telling them about you know how to buckle their seatbelt and shit like that. That's basically it. It's like, think of the civilian crypto community like passengers on the plane. They're not in control, but they can communicate with the flight attendant. The flight attendants hand out drinks. Uh, there's a there's a head guy who knows everything about what's going on. He's the pilot. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, yeah. Anyways. But it's important to know that in the crypto community, there's a beginning and an end. And it basically signals to everyone else... Everything that happened, especially like let's say your career ends a certain way uh, or comes full circle somehow and it seems serendipitous, it was by design and because people in the intelligence community have understanding of how trends are going to happen, how different markets are going to emerge, what's going to happen after major innovations, etc. and what direction that they're going to steer it into. And... Uh, so they can plan out ahead 20 years, 30 years, believe it or not. And 
they just control your experience so it feels organic so you don't reverb something that seems very robotic back to whatever for whatever reason they're going to use you and it's not to say that they're going to use you means you're you know what I'm saying uh, means you're easily manipulated or anything like you're just going up against people who are trained in that shit anyways but yeah it's alpha and omega and the intelligence community does that with intel assets so because it signals to the rest of the intelligence community and other people who understand that world back to everyone else that after this point is when you're introduced it's like it's like a it's like a birth certificate you know what I'm saying and a death certificate and then like it also is some sort of like fart smelling thing where people or people in the intelligence community um, and other people who appreciate that community and watch that community can feel like, can can uh, understand that Big Brother's always in control and it's like yeah it's like a receipt and uh, yeah it's a closed loop but they do that for a reason to show that Intel assets are always under their under the U.S. government's control, especially the intelligence community. That's just something you should know how that works, especially you know saying um, if you went through all the crypto university episodes, etc. It just is what it is. But at the same time, it also lets you know who is and who isn't an intelligence asset. Um, yeah, but the people like like the nanny or whatever like I was just using those because I've been working on a project and they're the people in the top of my head um, you know I'm trying to use that as an example so I'm not talking to those people I don't even I don't know those people I don't know those people but I'm just saying that's how it works I'm just using it as some sort of uh, guidebook to show you that Intel uh, assets even if they have like a, a weird death like a celebrity has a crazy death or whatever um and if it mirrors some sort of event or time period or significant thing, what have you, um, it's basically the intelligence community signaling to everyone else, not only as when your born on date was, but also kind of like, yeah, and we controlled his journey the entire time. And high profile intel assets will have multiple handlers. Do you know what I'm saying? So they won't have the same ones. They'll be handed off to other people over the over the years because people move and grow in the intelligence community just like people move and grow in corporations. They don't just stay in one place. And, um, yeah. So that's how that works. So that's just something for you to chew on. Maybe something you want to study. This is the kind of topic that you know interests you or have you. You can go back and look on other people's life and story. And be like, oh shit, yeah, it's kind of fucking herald some of those things, etc. Um, but yeah, that's how that works. Alpha and Omega. Um, it's a yeah, it's a receipt and a birth certificate. Anyways, um, oh yeah, also it allows you to track how far back until they started having contact with people from the intelligence community. So it also does that because they have your whole chart. What I mean by your whole chart is they have a whole dossier in detail about your life, your interactions, significant things, etc. Just like with a cop, you know, how they hate fucking issuing tickets because it comes with a bunch of fucking paperwork. Well, 
that's something people don't talk about is um, field agents, etc. They, um, they, there's a lot of paperwork. I imagine not so much now with AI. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can just dictate and turn to the text, or you can just, you know, keep them under surveillance. I imagine you could probably log things that way. Who knows? But yeah, that's how that works. And it's sometimes it's subtle, and sometimes it's obvious, depending on you know who's handling. Usually, the more subtle it is, the more you know that person was that um, that person was um, like. liked by his handlers, I guess. You know what I'm saying? Because they want to keep their their um, their time kind of like more like a little bit of a mystery. But you have to study it and find the mirror event that mirrors either the end of their career, meaning the end of their like usefulness, or how they die if it's weird and tragic. But if you can trace that back and trace it back to a mirror, mirrored event, mirrored something, um, it's a, usually an indicator and kind of like a, a, a public receipt that somebody was an Intel asset. Anyways, I uh, just wanted to jot that down and uh, kind of let you guys in on that because I was like, oh yeah, I don't think I've talked about that with anybody yet or I've never brought up in a podcast. Hey, you know what? Um, <clears throat> I got so many comments in regards to this podcast. I had to add some more. Um. So if you're listening to this for the first time, I'm adding this, I'm adding this, uh, part right now. Um, but basically, yeah, for Intel assets, there's a couple of categories. There are people who are Intel assets and have no idea that they are. And, um, it's much easier to run an asset like that from what I've been told. Because then they don't have to worry about what's going on if they're being coerced. And if you don't suspect coercion, you will... Like, it's crazy how subtle coercion is. Think about coercion in in, in the terms of handlers. People love to use the word handlers, but I I doubt... And and it sounds very, very sinister, and people love to... I'm sorry, I got Jimmy Dore show in the background. Um... What's it called? But like a lot of people don't understand like what that really means, what a handler really means. Like not a lot. Some people do or they understand, oh, well, it must mean because they have some trickery or whatever. Like, no, 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 no. Our intelligence apparatus has infiltrated the entertainment industry, the tech industry, um, the four, the you know, S&P 500s, the Fortune 500 companies. So we're just like China in the sense that our government runs things. But like I said before in previous podcasts, the only difference between modern communism, which is now a communism with uh, two, two systems, it's capitalist communism. That's what China is embracing. It's a capitalist system, but it's communism at the same time. Um, it's a hybrid system. Um, and whereas the United States claims to be a capitalist system and a democratic system, 
in China, what they say is a um, capitalist system and a commun is a communist system. But believe it or not, the lines are really blurring. The only thing that's different about the two nations now, if you understand anything about behavioral modification and how our deep state is really running shit, um, it's all about, and I've said this before, it's about who, it's about literally two things. Do people need to be told to do things or can you control people longer, right? Because it's all about a collapse. You don't, you, you're trying to convince a bunch of people to submit to you and give you portion of their, their income to keep your game of follow the leader going. So, you know, essentially the argument between the two systems is do people need to be coerced or do they need to be told? And that's really the only difference between capitalism, our system of government and China's at this point. They're both kind of a commun, like a, a a dictatorship or an authoritarian uh, an authoritarian government. Both of them, um, with capitalist with a capitalist engine. At this point, there's really no difference. The only difference now is: do people need to be told to do things, or do people need to be coerced? So they think it's their own idea, so they don't revolt. Because you have to understand what's going on. Um, how, how civil is like, I think we have about five to 6,000 years of civilization under our belt. Every time one falls and starts back up, it's, it's essentially more elitist people passing on the system, etc., And they just carry over to the next system. And then maybe they pass it down to their kids and then teach their kids how to do things. I mean, there's literally private schools where Kings and CEOs, and presidents send their kids, like high schools, etc., that prepare them to rule the working and uh, and lower classes. Did you know that there are literally schools that do that? And so when new, when new governments, when new when you know empires rise and fall, it's still essentially the same people. The people who still have shit when that when that collapse happens, and then they pass down how to rule over people and how to convince them, how to fool them, um, et cetera, down to the next generation. And I mean, they even have schools now. In fact, let me pull one of them up. So I'm not just like, so you don't just think I'm talking shit. Hold on. Like, um, there's this one school that's literally known in elite circles called the school of Kings. It's called Institute La Rossi. Um, it's in Switzerland. Uh, there's other ones, you know, um, besides La Rossi, there's, uh, where's another one? Hold on. I'm reading this list I found. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to read that article, but one of them is Institute La Rossi, but there's these schools where elite people pass down there. Uh, leadership, how to rule over people and it prepares them. And then what happens is a lot of people don't understand. A lot of people think like skull and bones at Yale, etc. you know, because so many presidents, Oh, that's the pipeline. No, no, the pipeline starts much further down the road at these elite schools, like Institute La Rossi, where it literally teaches people how to, how to mentally manipulate and rule over people. Anyways, when societies collapse 
and rebuild themselves. It's just like a car or software. With every version, they get better and better and better. And then they get to the root of the problem. And then with the um, advent of behavioral, um, behavioral psychology with uh, Edward Bernays and his uncle, who is Sigmund Freud, and then that starting this huge movement where the intelligence agency, where the CIA got created um, after World War II, and they understood, like, and then they brought over the best propagandists from Germany. A lot of people don't know that. You know, not only not just rockets came over during Project Paperclip. So there's a lot of things about behavioral psychology that came over, started this whole arms race. And then it really changed from nation against nation to the elite versus the people. Because then all of a sudden the elite started to understand, hey, we can just convince these guys to do this for us. To, you know what I'm saying? To do shit for us forever. We just have to keep fooling them. And then we just stick around. We stay in power. So you have to understand when you look at these gov system, government systems, etc. I'm going off on a tangent, but it's a little nugget you should know. Um, each rise and fall, it's like they're, they're making a new version. You know, Ro you know, Rome fell and then Greece came up. You know what I'm saying? They, but they learned from the mistakes the last people made. You know what I'm saying? It's like we're con they're constantly getting better. The people in charge of the rich people are constantly getting better and better. It's, it's like a new version to them. That's why, you know what I'm saying, that, you know, corporations, etc. They don't care. They don't, they don't care if, like, one country falls, etc. That's why they, that's why, you know, oligarchs, etc. They have houses all over the world, etc. So if shit pops off and they need to jump shit at this one place, they'll just end up at another spot. Do you understand? So anyways, um, that being said, we definitely are in the age of behavioral manipulation and the only difference you need to really understand now that we understand like the nsa fucking god the nsa literally steps on wipes its ass with and then lights on fire the fourth amendment every day illegal search and seizure the existence of the nsa and the nsa power since the patriot act has basically uh, um made the fourth amendment null and void and just because it's like this thing you can't see, right? No one sees the internet. It just comes out of the air. It's invisible. It's silent and invisible. And But you know it works on your phone. And that's about it. That's all you need to know. But you don't see all the wires. You don't see all the people monitoring shit. You don't see these behavioral change algorithms, um, etc. And uh, believe it or not, these behavioral nudging algorithms for Intel assets. See, I'm bringing it back around are born out of old behavioral psychology, not old, but classic, that was very understood in the 50s, 60s, and 70s. Um, and it only got better, you know what I'm saying? They were just refining the formula for behavioral manipulation. And handlers essentially are just putting. Like, people think handlers are these people, like witch doctors and shit. But you have to understand they're like, they're like a pimp. Like, and there's, there's a Romeo pimp and there's really, there's a really game, uh, there's a really good book by Iceberg Slim. I think, I mean, it's an old book and I think you can get it for free on Amazon. Literally, if you go on Amazon and you download Kindle, I think Kindle or, um, audiobooks, you can literally download Iceberg Slim's book pimp for free. Like there's a lot of books actually on, um, on, uh, on, uh, Audible, which is basically Amazon's audiobook. That are books that are for free. 
that are just knowledge you should probably just put in your brain. And um, I mean, how I do audiobooks is I usually will listen to it like three or four times because sometimes I do passive listening. And so I'll pick up on other things. And then usually um, there'll be like a situation where I'll clean something or whatever and I'll really be able to listen to the whole book while I'm doing something over a day. When I used to... Um, when I used to, uh, the device is disconnected. Discovering. Oh, balls. Why'd that happen? Give me a second here. Anyways, I swear to God, my whole life is plugging shit in now. Like ba a battery dot. Like I, I, I have so many things that are powered by batteries. Like my whole life is just micromanaging the different various states of devices that are uh, dying and loving. They need to fix that. Maybe that'll be the next wave of electronics. Electronics that just wirelessly charge at distance. Anyways, uh, getting back to it. Yeah, so it's important to understand when I'm saying things like um, Intel Asset and them signaling to other people in the community, or at least in, even in the civilian crypto community, that they are an asset um, is the mirroring, right? There'll be a, there would be something in the beginning of their um, stint as an asset, and then towards the end of their of their being useful or them being used, there'll be a, some sort of mirror, and it's like think about it like quotation marks or things inside of parentheses, and it's kind of like a receipt. Most of the time, Intel assets don't know they're Intel assets. They're being handled by people, and these people are trained. Remember, there's that great video. Actually, I gotta keep playing. I gotta keep playing it because people forget. Um, let me find out the gray zone. Pompeo, right? Great clip. Gray zone put up like a long time ago, four years ago actually, but it's legit. Gray zone put this up. When I was a cadet, what's the first? Oh, come on now. What's the cadet motto at West Point? You will not lie, cheat, or steal, or tolerate those who do. Yeah. I, I, I was the CIA director. We lied. We cheated. We stole. It was like we, we, had, we, had entire, we had entire training courses. Uh, so there's a head of the CIA saying, like, we lie, we cheat, we steal. Like, Lying is behavioral manipulation. It's lying to people to get what you want. And so they learn behavioral manipulation. They learn how to study a psychological profile. They learn all the methodologies. Once they understand the key motivators of whoever they're assigned to, um, they learn how to manipulate those things. And they even get coached to better do it if they go away from their, from their um, assigned person. Um, They'll get coached to better do it by someone who's like a behavioralist, I assume. I mean, the only way to get better, like, you just, when you're always in the thick of it, you got to go back for training because you don't have time to sit there and be a scholar. You need people to fucking update your shit so you can go back out there because you're the asset that's out there. It's kind of like a teamwork thing. But, um, so like, I'm not saying, um, the example I gave, uh, the news radio and then, like, the news podcast thing. I was, like I said, I don't know anything about his case. I haven't been studying it. I'm just saying that is kind of what it looks like. And they're, you know what I'm saying, and in most cases, I want to say 90% of the time, 
Intel assets don't know they're assets. They think they're going through a... They think they're going through a realistic experience that they chose these things. They weren't influenced by these things. Um, there's all sorts of things like behavioral priming, um, you know, Pavlovian psychology. Like it's just, it's simple things. And I, and I, and I, and I wrote, or I made a podcast called basic bitch psychological warfare. And I list literally all the tactics and what happens, all you do is you flip them. And then usually what it does is you put people in these scenarios or you prime their behavior or you find out the things that they don't like and then you associate the thing or a person you don't want them to associate with. Um, you'll cherry pick information, right, about a person and only cherry pick the things that you know that person will like. I mean, shit, we do this all the time. Like girls trying to introduce a new guy to their dad. Like don't the girls, they'll just pick the attributes of somebody's personality. I mean, if anything, people knowingly do it without even realizing it. I mean, I see broads all the time. I've had I've dated broads where... They um, tried to pick out the things that I do that their dad also does. <laughs> so then they like me. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, but it's much more sophisticated than that. But I'm just saying there's basic examples. I mean, females, I think, are a little more apt because, as we know, their brains are hardwired for communication and our men's brains are hardwired for spatial reasoning and strength, you know, and then, you know, our other, our other use case was strength. Obviously, that was, you know, they, they formed communication and ninja powers because they they got the, they were less muscular. So then they had to use their mind to manipulate, you know, the big dumb caveman back in the day. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like, so anyways, but yeah. So when I'm talking about Intel assets, understand they're unwitting. They have handlers. Those handlers are the Intel assets. And they might look like a friend. They might look like a spouse. They might look like a coworker. They might look like somebody that this person has like been their best friend. They've always been there. That might be the asset or that might be the handler. And then, yeah, I mean, it's the same way that, um, uh, what's called the Jeffrey Epstein thing worked is he was being run by Mossad. He wasn't Mossad. He was a Mossad asset team. And they would coach him and teach him how to manipulate people. And they'll be like, oh, yeah, hey, bring Stephen Hawking into this. So then all these other scientists will be like, oh, well, Hawking's part of it. So it must be legit because he's the most brilliant person in the world. And then he, they brought in all those other scientists. Like, it's a, it's a game. It's a game of manipulation because humans are uh, ultimately are monkeys. And you, wanna, and, and, and you know what? I think it's very telling that... Stephen Hawking was pretty much the smartest man in the world. And even he got fooled by people manipulating him, not knowing, thinking that, oh, yeah, he, these people just want to bring me to like a, you know, an island for fun. I mean, shit, the guy's dick don't work. He's in a fucking wheelchair, you know, but they befriended him and they fooled him. So, I mean, being fooled, a lot of people attribute being fooled as being stupid. And when you try to explain to somebody, no, look, you were being fooled. Somebody tricked you. And they take offense because it's like, oh, you're saying I'm stupid, huh? You're insulting my... I'm not. I'm saying some something that somebody... That's their job. That's what they do all day. Is they are professional bullshitters. That's their job. Okay, what do you do all day? Are you a plumber? Do you do plumbing line? Do you do flooring? Do you a roofer? That's what you do all day. And so if some novice comes on, walks onto the job, that, that you're just going to fucking run circles around that motherfucker. 
know what I'm saying? Same thing as somebody playing a pickup basketball game versus, you know, fucking Shaq coming in, fucking Kobe coming into the game. He's just going to run certain. That's because that's his fucking job, dog. And he plays at the top of the game. So, like, Stephen Hawking was the most smartest man in the fucking world. He got fooled. He he got used and fooled to lure in these scientists so they could be blackmailed. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, so even the smartest man in the world can be fooled. So somebody tricking you, instead of, most people should, instead of thinking like, oh man, yeah, I got tricked. That doesn't mean I'm stupid. It just means that this person is a, is a fucking slimy dude. This is what he does. This is what he likes to specialize in is using people. And he used me. You should be angry at the person who tricked you, not the fact that you got tricked and somebody pointed it out. And see, people misunderstand that. I mean, fucking A, Stephen Hawking got tricked. You know, the smartest man in the fucking world. So that doesn't mean you're stupid. It means that the kind of intelligence you like to focus on there's other people who focus on other intelligences. Some people are mechanically inclined. Some people are natural athletes. Um, some people are whizzes at computer, but but that's what they specialize in. But we, I mean, think about, I mean, being smart doesn't mean you know all the things. And in fact, humans, when we t- talk about intelligence, it's always specialized. There's no such thing as a, a natural general brilliance in everything. It's impossible. And our society wouldn't have grown if that's what everyone tried to be is a maverick. And that's that's just impossible. It's a it's a cool idea for a fucking comic book, but it's not real. So I mean like even Stephen Hawking got fucking fooled by people being professionally coached by Mossad. Do you understand? To behaviorally manipulate him so he can be used as a lure to make other people think, oh well, the smartest man in the world is hanging out with this dude. It's pr- He's probably not a bad guy. He's probably not going to try to fucking trick me or stage something, etc. So that's how you have to look at being tricked, by the way, and being manipulated. Do you understand? So understand that there are people's jobs and in intelligence and how our intelligence agencies run companies, how their intelligence agencies work in the music industry. They work in the background. They're not at the forefront. Because it takes an insane amount of time to train an asset, get them put in, get them a good backstory. You know, some of them like, you know, lots of undercover, federally undercover people, they'll start them off in jail, right? And so there's other people in jail who've seen them in there. They'll make them do a stint in jail. So other like shot callers will see them and then be like, no, that guy's cool. Yeah, I served time with him, whatever. Like, and then they get out. Now they have this whole backstory. Do you know what I'm saying? So it takes an incredibly long time to uh, train an actual asset. So, I mean, train an actual agent. So assets are used because they're disposable and they can't be found out. Because if they don't know, they, if they don't know they're being manipulated, if they don't know what they're doing or what they're being made use for, um, then you can't expose the actual agent who is working that cell. It's a, it's a shell game. But when I talk about, and yeah, so when I say Intel assets, just, yeah. Now, there are some Intel assets that know they're assets. It's, I would say there's less than likely, but some people, that's just how they work. You know what I'm saying? Or there are people who sponsor um, what they call private paramilitary and intelligence agencies like Blackwater. I feel a lot of people don't remember um, 
Trump was literally trying to develop an agency with Eric Prince from Blackwater, a private military and intelligence spy network all over the world, because Eric Prince has them. He's for hire, but he has ex-CIA, he has ex-SEALs, etc. working for him. So, like, he's basically got the best of the best working for this guy. And rich people and corporate espionage or whatever can pay these people to fucking do these things. I mean, there's corporate, I mean, there's, I mean, there's instances where, um, corporate espionage is used. There's instances where they use like X seals, etc., to, um, take down other big companies. That's a real thing. It's a real thing. There was this, there's a story I remember a while back where a competing company's data center was attacked by trained soldiers, trained ex-soldiers that were contracted, uh, and shot out the power, the power center or the thing that generated power for this data center from a long way. And they shot it out. They shot out the transformer with all the oil to keep things cool from like a mile away with a 50 cal. I remember that was in the news actually a while back, but shit like that happens. It gets buried real quick. But regardless, when I say Intel asset, understand that most of the time the people don't know. I became, I was forced to essentially be some sort of asset in the beginning. In fact, like I, I talk about it in, in depth on one of my podcasts. Um, I only became aware of it because I had people trying to help me say, hey, bro, these people are using you or they're going to try to point you in this direction. You got to be hyper aware of your impulses. Be aware of everything that reminds you of something else. Like, because that's somebody trying to nudge you a certain way. It's, it's, it's a, it's a process. Um, but yeah, most assets don't understand that they're assets. Some are aware. Unfortunately, in my, my case, I had people helping me to see it. Uh, but a majority of assets don't know. But that being said, I want to add on top of this that there are also other ways that the intelligence agency, and I'm just going to wrap it up with this also signal to other people in the civilian and uh, crypto. I call it civilian crypto community because think of it like being unplugged from the matrix. There are some people that get told, oh, there's the secret world where like the media and, you know, uh, corporations, etc., communicating with each other in broad daylight. And then you can pick and we'll teach you some of the some of the ways we talk. And so you can pick up the messages, whatever, like. I was forcibly trained to do this through um, abusive Pavlovian uh, conditioning. Abusive, meaning they use radiation, something that's invisible and silent, um, to train me to do this. And um, I just refused after a while, once I understood what I was being used for. That came with a lot of more of abuse. Since I refused, um, they just blasted me even more. Essentially, once I started my news thing to try to, um, because I just got roadblocked by all media, once I started my own news thing, um, they then were trying to use, they were, they were essentially blasting me with radiation until, because in the morning they wanted me to find all these little crypto nuggets, these things that people were, they wanted me to skim all the news and all the major sites every day and what I used to do in the morning. And I would put all the crypto, uh, the crypto news into my news program. And then, so they wouldn't have to scour through everything. And that became 
an asset for, you know, local intelligence cells here in San Diego. And then because there's just so much news happening, um, you just can't go and pick through it and find all the little codes, etc. And then eventually once I understood like, oh, okay, they're, you, they're, I started this thing and now they're, they're trying to figure out how to use my thing to the benefit of other people in the intelligence community so they don't have to go surfing through shit and then I'll just, I'll, I'm just their, I'm, I'm just their little truffle pig essentially. And so I changed and I only did stories that cater to, uh, I only feature stories that affect humanity. Um, so no politics, only stories that like are going to affect working class, middle class people, nothing that, you know, doesn't matter. But when I did that for like five months, it would just blast me with this read because I wouldn't do the crypto shit anymore. Um, but yeah, they started to make me under, uh, the people helped me, helped me understand like they were using behavioral nudging techniques to push me in that direction after I started my news thing. So I just stopped. But regardless, most Intel assets don't know their assets. They think they're having their own emotional... They think they're having their own journey. They think they're incredibly lucky. Maybe they're really good at things. And it's... They were just chosen because they were essentially vetted. And they know they'll be loyal to the United States. And... Um, they're easily suggestible they're their own person they're alpha male but being an alpha doesn't mean you're not highly suggestible um and they can see like based on your brand you know what i'm saying um good orator uh, a reasonably attractive person um and have qualities that you could um Long-standedly, have people uh, aspire to and to cover that and uh, cover a a, um, a wide demographic. You can then use that person and puppet them for a long time, and they won't know about it. Um, it's become now hyper-automated, and it's going at scale. You should watch my last movie, um, Twenty Thirty Vision Corporate Coup. It's all there, um, where uh, I, there's a section called Smart Prison. Um, and you can watch that at meshnews.org. Just go to the top tab where it says 2030 Vision. And then I, I cut the movie up into like 20-minute chunks, different chapters, instead of like watching a three-hour movie or almost three hours. It's just a lot to cover. You can't expect me to cover everything that happened in a year in 20 minutes. It's just impossible because just like with my with my smear job, it happened over years. I didn't, it's not a snapshot. It's not one thing. It's not one thing that happened. It was a bunch of things that happened beforehand. Um, you know, that's like me posting a clip of, you know, that great Terry Crews clip from white chicks where he's singing that, um, thousand miles. Remember that, <laughs> that, that scene when he's in the convertible. But before I show you that clip, I go, Oh my gosh, Check out this clip I have of Terry Crews. He did you know that he was actually trying to make it in the music business, and before he became an actor, and he actually paid off this driver um, to drive this um, uh, music industry heiress um, 
to be her driver for the night so he could sing for her and perform for her so he can get a gig. And then I show you that clip. And then he's like, and he's singing for that girl in the car. And you're like, oh my gosh, that's the story behind that's the, so this is what this means. So I can, I can tell you what you're about to see and then show you something and be like, oh my gosh. So you can just, you fill in the gap and then you show something and then like, you're like, oh, so that's what that was. And then you don't see it any other way. If you never saw that movie White Chicks and I told you that, and then I showed you that clip, you'd be like, oh wow, I had no idea. You know what I'm saying? But that's not the, that's not the case. My situation happened over years. Anyways, long story longer. Intel assets don't know that they're Intel assets. Or a majority of them don't. So it's not an insult. And if somebody is doing something and it has all the telltale signs of an Intel asset, um, they're not doing it. In fact, a lot of people don't understand. There's that thing that Newsweek... Um, you can type this up when you're listening. Newsweek. Type in Newsweek Signature Reduction Pentagon Secret Army. Just put that in so you can check out that story. But essentially, there is a 60,000 strong army of people uh, that work in large groups and clusters all around the United States to essentially be actors. And what they do is they, if the government is running an operation... Um, they have these people with the supporting cast. Because what happens is you can't do it 100% online now. It's impossible. You still have to have some real-world manufactured consensus. So that's what these people are. They're essentially um, a bunch of extras. And what they do is they reinforce consensus. Or they man manufacture consensus. There'll be a bunch of people showing up to a protest or what have you. You're like, oh my gosh, there was because it means sixty thousand people. You know what I'm saying? You can get five thousand people to show up for a protest that'll make the news, even though it wasn't a big deal. The US government and the intelligence apparati would like the nation to go in that direction. And humans are monkeys. We're just monkeys with fucking cell phones, all of us. So when we see a bunch of people reacting, um, it gets us thinking like, yeah, I guess maybe this is an important thing. Maybe I should care about this. And then all of a sudden people are fucking putting um, Ukraine flags and changing their profile picture to just black to defeat racism. You know, all the fucking Courtney's in the world doing that shit. That was hilarious. Racism is over, Courtney. Thanks for changing your profile picture to a black square. Um... But, and then all of a sudden, and they put that on the news and they keep showing it to you over and over and over and over and over. Um, it essentially brainwashes you to think like, oh, I guess this is a big deal. No, no, no. Signature reduction. It's a large group of intelligence, behavior, uh, manip behavioral manipulation trained intelligence asset, uh, intelligence agents. And um, they use them to bridge the gap between digital and the physical world. Because consensus is what makes you think you should care about something. Remember, it's in that basic bitch psychological warfare uh, podcast. There's literally only six things I could do to you to convince you something is real without ever showing you any evidence. Consensus, reciprocation, uh, liking, authority. Uh, what's the other two? Consistency. Fuck. I'm trying to remember what the other one is off the top of my head. But it's only six. It's only six. You're that easy. You're that easy to manipulate. You understand? 
anyways, getting to it, the last thing I wanted to end on is there's also another thing that the civilian crypto slash, um, I hate calling it the deep state. I'd like to call it the intelligentsia because the lines are blurred at this point. And what they do is they make people feel like they're on the inside of shit. And really it's just the intelligence agencies even manipulate people in the civilian crypto world. And people who can understand a little bit of the civilian crypto world, they think they're geniuses. They think they're smarter than everybody. They think they have inside information. They don't most of the time. But what you do, if you, you make someone, that's the same way that cults train people. They make people feel like they're part of a, an exclusive group. It's how cults program people. So what happens is if you make people feel like they're on the inside of something, but only because you're special and you get it and other people don't get it. You can lie to those people because their ego has been triggered. And that's what a lot of people don't get. Um, they think pattern recognition equals um, reality. And that's just not the case. The U.S. government, the federal government, the, the intelligentsia, the, the uh, ruling class is only for the ruling class. They're not trying to let people on, you know, working class, middle class people who understand the crypto world. They're not trying to let you in on shit, but they would love for you to do shit for them for free. Make you feel like you're special, make you feel like you're smarter than everybody else. You know what I'm saying? So, but there's also this other thing that I was um, pointed in the direction of to understand that there's this certain thing that happens that in the that there's something so when there is an a like an attack or something tragic happens etc there is a signal that people in the intelligentsia um give they put out there that they signal to other people in the intelligentsia and people in the civilian crypto community. Remember, people just as easily manipulated. I think even more easily manipulated than people who aren't even smart on the on the civilian crypto shit. Um, that signals, hey, we we did this. Until you know, what I'm saying like the intelligentsia had a hand in this. This isn't like a terrifying situation that happened. We planned this. This was a manufactured thing. And one of those things is the song Somewhere Over the Rainbow. And essentially what it means is, hey, people were killed, but we were the ones that held their hand and helped them cross over. And the song is the Somewhere Over the Rainbow. And so when things happen like that, uh, so sometimes that song will be used as a way of signaling to people, hey, yeah, this just happened, but don't freak out. This isn't like a thing, a bad thing that happened. We were in control the whole time. This was a controlled thing. And you're like, that sounds a little crazy. I don't think so. I used to work, when I was first starting my um, my my independent marketing agency, I had to work a, sep- uh, a second job to supplement my income because, you know, re- starting your own shop is feast or famine, anybody who understands entrepreneurship. And so I took a job as an assistant closing manager at a Walgreens while during the day I would work full time on my clients to hope to build them up. And we had codes all the time that the customers didn't know. Like if there was more than three people at a, at the, um, at the register, right. And we, and Walgreens is known for getting people. One of their things is getting people in and out of the store. It's a fast trip. 
Um, so what we would do is we go over the phone. We say I see three, meaning I see three people. That means another cashier needs to come on. And so we'd say I see three over the intercom. All the rest of the shoppers they don't know what that means, so it it doesn't interrupt their shopping experience. Um, we would have, you know, um, all sorts of codes for can you open up the cigarette drawer. Um, we need a manager to validate ID. We have all these codes. We would just say them with numbers and letters over the intercom. And then, you know, the head manager or other cashiers or whatever would come to help out. Or they knew, do you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, we would say, like, down, down seven. You know what I'm saying? That would mean, like, there's shit on the floor in aisle seven. Go clean it up. But pe- but you don't want to say that. You don't, wanna, you don't want the customers to hear that. So you say these codes. So it's not, it's, you know what I'm saying? This is something that happens. You This happens at Walmart. This happens at every store. Like, so, I mean, and that's not a secret thing. Employees know that shit. These are people who make, you know, minimum wage. They, they understand that structure. The same thing goes in the intelligentsia community. And a great example of this is, I don't know if you guys remember, but um, Ariana Grande had that... Um, Remember the Manchester bombings? What happened after the Manchester bombings? got a beautiful voice um but she didn't know she's not part of the intelligence and most likely somebody you know what i'm saying like hey go out there and play this song or sing the song calm everybody down there was just a bombing that happened whatever um but that song has been used in other situations too to signify um hey something this something just happened that was tragic but don't worry we were in control the whole time the same way that people say, I see three over the intercom or what have you. It's so other people don't know, but people who do know, who, are, who understand what's being said, the communique, um, understand, hey, something that just happened, it was all of us. It was a planned thing. I mean, and that's a perfect example. So that's another one of those things. Like, remember I was telling you about the Alpha and Omega, kind of like a receipt to show somebody was an Intel asset. Um, that also, believe it or not, happens for conflicts. If conflicts were pers- were specifically engineered, they will end a conflict, like an actual like micro war or what have you, and it'll have they'll, the ending will have a callback to the beginning or the thing that started it to show that hey, this was an organized thing the whole time. But just as with that, the Ariana Grande thing, same thing with that. There was a bombing that happened. Everyone was like, oh my God, they're freaking out. And old girl came out and, you know, most likely she was told by like a handler or whatever the situation or, you know what I'm saying? Maybe she had her already in the queue and she didn't know the reason why I was already in the queue or somebody suggested, yeah, well, won't you do this song, blah, blah, blah. She didn't know ahead of time that there was something going to be planned in there, what have you. So handlers, you know what I'm saying? People don't understand that they're being handled at the time. But that song is something that's used to communicate, hey, yes, chaos just happened, but we were in control the whole time. So don't get too wrapped up in all the nonsense.
So, and that's what I wanted to end it on there. So Alpha and Omega, it's, it's essentially um, ways of the intelligentsia letting other people who understand in the civilian crypto because community or um, in the actual intelligentsia community, hey, we were in control the whole time. Whether that be, be Alpha and Omega receipts for assets. And what I said, assets don't know their assets most of the time. So, and... I'm saying unless you know to guard yourself for something, you don't know your ride was predetermined. You know what I'm saying? Um, and if you're being handled, you don't understand how that works. Do you know what I'm saying? That's not what you focus on. If you have a handler, it's probably because you're focused on you're really good at music. You're really good at, I don't know, being a fucking actor or an entertainer, or you're a high-powered CEO, or you know what I'm saying? There can even be low-level handlers. You know what I'm saying? There could be field agents, um, feds, what have you, that get inserted and then they're used as assets of the United States government and has like, hey, we need you to fucking step on this dude for us, tell our guide on the inside who it is, and then have him fucking stir up shit with all these fucking convicts and then fucking make them lose their fucking minds. Um, it just is what it is. I'm... I mean, I'm sorry, but that's just how it is. I mean, they're, I, it's crazy because I have the same gangsters who fucking fuck with me. Um, I can post a million times all these different stories of how all these FBI assets <laughs> end up getting put in jail or they get mad that they didn't get paid or they get found out that a huge bust happened and it was because this guy was an informante. Like, they just don't want to believe that shit's happening, but it's whatever is clever. I do want to say, though, thank you for the people in the comments. This is the only reason why I'm coming back and adding more to this. And thank you for the people, like, having my back. Like, have to, to fight these fucking smears. Like, thank you. Some of you guys really understand, like, the people who are like, hey, bro, they fucking, they literally fucking froze his bank accounts. They fucking shot this shit at him in the in the Department of Homeland Security building. The FBI threatened him. The, they used military fucking weapons on him. Military only. Like, no criminals have access to these things. Like, the obvious things that go, oh, well, that's obviously something much greater is happening here. This isn't some local bullshit, you know? So I appreciate you guys uh, in the comments on my back. It, it's taken a while. No, But what, what kills me is there's no new information out there. Like I said, I debunked all these smears literally like four years ago, going on five now. Put all this information up at that no Stephen Beckman website. They've people have had all the information. They just most people when they repeat something or they slander you, um, or they participate in some really fucked up shit, they don't want to admit that they did something wrong. And what's easier? There's already a group of a support group that's gonna tell you what you did was right or you're gonna look at the obvious the obvious reality and then be like yo whoa no and here's the thing is like i'm not even mad at some of these i'm not even mad at some of these people like look man they can trick people fucking a i said before fucking stephen hawking smartest man in the fucking world he still got tricked like so you know what i'm saying like being tricked into doing something horrible doesn't mean that you're a pile of shit. It means the person who fucking manipulated you is a piece of shit. I mean, fucking A. They're, they're manipulating Stephen Hawking, the most brilliant man on the planet. You know what I'm saying? If he can fall prey to that local asshole, you know, uh, 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 fucking 
middle class fuckface who who harasses me or some low level content creator like bro they can they can get you and they make you know what I'm saying and you could be positive about shit because we're all animals and these people have a 80 year head start on you and you don't fo- you don't practice this every day you know what I'm saying so but I appreciate some of you guys actually fucking backing me up finally but like I said no new information has come out in the past 5 years about these smears it's just here's the thing is fear a fear response comes quick understanding comes slow and that's just something I've had to understand but it sucks because I'm having to eat shit like this radiation these radiation assaults are not stopping them fucking with my food that does not stop um I mean breaking into my breaking into my fucking living spaces fucking I'm having to upend my life and change my whole lifestyle because I mean, signing lease after lease after lease only to fucking have to leave before it's up or what have you. And I'm fucking paying out the ass and I'm just going broke. It's a huge cost to me. So I'm having to change my lifestyle now. So I don't, I'm not anchored to that fucking unfortunate situation because that fucking sucked. Because you have to understand, you're fighting people, the U.S. government. Even if the U.S. government um, paid a bunch of fucking thugs, it doesn't matter. The, the U.S. government has an endless amount of money. And an endless amount of people. And you are one person. And they will cut you off. Like they did with me. They froze my fucking bank accounts. Um, to keep me um, in one place. So, I mean. You're fighting. You know. Going through this shit. I'm, I'm fighting a fucking army. And I have limited resources. And I'm fighting an army with unlimited resources. Like. You're just not going to win this battle. It's just survival. But anyways, um, yeah, I appreciate the people bringing that shit up. But yeah, that's on point, man. You're right. Like, they fucking froze my accounts. There's shit that's happening that would, you know what I'm saying, that um, they do to fucking people that they consider terrorists or threats to national security. Like, stop being up your own ass. I appreciate those people in the comments having my back like that um, and talking sense. It just took a while. But yeah, that's the thing, man. Um, about this whole game, bro. It's even Stephen Hawking got manipulated. Do you know what I'm saying? He was the smartest man in the world. So you're you just you know what I'm saying? Living your life, what have you? Got wrapped up, got fucking fooled into doing something wrong. Like I said, there's only literally six things. There are just six things to chop chop uh, uh, check off a list to get you to do shit. That you wouldn't do or wouldn't believe or wouldn't get behind. As we know, I, bro, I was one of those people with a fucking Ukraine flag in my fucking profile for a while. Um, because I was like, oh man, this is fucked up. Russia just invaded or what have you. Well, that's because they didn't tell me the backstory. Do you understand? I didn't know the backstory. So I was behind, you know, I was getting behind shit that uh, I did not have full information about. And I can admit that because, do you know what I'm saying? That's part of being a grown adult is understanding that you don't know all things, but there are people who specialize in weaving bullshit. And if that's not what you do for a job, right? If no one's paying you to do something, then you're not good at that thing. You understand? Like, that's just the way it is. So I appreciate that. And uh, yeah, man, 
Intel assets, they don't, most of them don't know their assets. So don't go and start fucking with people in comment sections or what have you. Um, believe it or not, that signature reduction shit, that's all throughout the entertainment industry. Those people, think about it. Think about it. I mean, 60,000 people was what they had when that Newsweek story came out two and a half years ago. And I imagine it's only getting larger. It's good money, right? You get out of the military, you have security clearance, you have a little bit of intelligence training, uh, but your four-year contract was up. And uh, these are all private contractors. And they make more money on the private side, too. Right? So why wouldn't they join that? And then they they were forced to sign, like, you know, when you get into intelligence work, like, you're just going to go to jail for a long time and in, you know, like the brig or some shit if you um, reveal information. Um, so, I mean, they're, they're legally bound. I can't say shit. But they're all over Hollywood, the entertainment industry. You know, they have corporate positions. They, they purposefully use their intelligence training to rise the ranks in entertainment corporations, um, tech corporations, etc. So they control everything, just like the Chinese government does. But the Chinese government does it openly, which brings me back to what I was saying before is that's the only thing different. We're the same as China. They're just the only difference between China and us is China believes that they can just tell people to do things, and the U.S. believes that they have to convince people it was their idea. But they're still going to do whatever the fuck they want. They just argue about what side of the bread you have to butter. Anyways, um, yeah. I hope this message finds you. As I broadcast from San Diego from deep inside the filter bubble. I want to thank you for listening as we pull back the curtain. Now, we are a zero-profit news project. Not a 5013C nonprofit, but a zero-profit passion project. We don't make money doing this at all. So we don't have sponsors, but we do endorse necessities and organizations that are worth your time and money. So, you know, whether you're a target of COINTELPRO or just one of the 55,000 plus listeners to the podcast, I recommend getting yourself a Faraday bag. That's F-A-R-A-D-A-Y. A Faraday bag or a Faraday sleeve for your mobile device. They make Faraday backpacks and phone sleeves and even sleeves to put your key fobs in so you can put your laptops and your tablets and all sorts of things in these bags in different sizes. And, you know, especially for the key fobs, because as key fobs become more and more smarter, you know, your car keys, um, who knows what kind of tracking tech can be used maliciously in your car key fobs. So they actually make those as well. Uh, there are many brands. I don't recommend, I don't, and you know, recommend a particular brand. They all do the same thing, but there are brands out there called Mission Darkness, uh, Hadoofy, that's H-O-D-U-F-Y. Um, Silent Pocket is another brand name, just to name a few. They all work the same, but they have different stitching and features and price points. So whatever brand you choose, you need to get yourself one as the security state is continuing to violate the Constitution and your God-given American rights to privacy. It's not about if you have nothing to hide. It's about the principle that the Fourth Amendment is not conditional. Now, did you know the Department of Homeland Security can put you on a domestic terror watch list just for homeschooling your kids outside the brainwashing and dumbed down public school system? That's 100% a fact. Because of this, you know, I want to endorse the Ron Paul homeschool system. And you can find it at, find it at ronpaulhomeschool.com. 
It teaches your kids in domestic terror, such as critical thinking, comprehension, high standard education that surpasses the public school systems. And in levels above like third grade, I'm pretty sure the system is entirely video-based and automated online. So it doesn't require mommy and daddy to be full-time teachers. They can do this from a desk in their room on like an inexpensive Chromebook. Well, you can still grow like a home-based business, have a grandparent or childcare monitor, uh, monitor their day-to-day or whomever you see fit, and then allow them to have the important social stimulus at like an after-school program like the Boys and Girls Club, dance, sports, MMA, whatever. But overall, it's time for this country to raise thinkers and doers, not sheep and robots that reinforce the status quo, which is why I cannot enough recommend the Ron Paul homeschool system. Um... In addition to this, the Mesh News Project would like to recommend to families becoming a member of a mosque, a temple, or a Christian church. Even if you don't know what you believe or you don't believe anything at all, what public schools don't teach you is ethics. That's where church comes in. In many degree programs in higher education, there's often a course called ethics, but that's in higher education. You know, like business ethics, medical ethics, judicial ethics, etc., where school, where, where school teaches, public school just teaches education, not even that well, church fulfills the portion that's not covered in schools, and that is human ethics. So not only do churches provide ethics trainings for your kids, but it also gives them social interaction within the environment of high ethics. So even if you're not a believer, have that discussion with your kids, just like you did with Santa Claus, you know? This is, overall, it's just an imperative ingredient for raising good people. And when they turn 18, tell them they can do whatever they want. But until then, their ass belongs to Jesus. And finally, we would also like to endorse, you know, shit hits the fan skills, like learning basic home and auto repair, uh, learning how to do food and water storage. You can learn all that stuff like on YouTube and learn 3D printing and, you know, 3D printing for parts, etc., or even for firearms. You have to understand, you know, the pandemic really opened our eyes to you know, the the country could short, shut down in just the littlest of time. And you may not have access to many resources. Banks might be shut down. You know, who knows? But with 3D printing, you can go online to like places like the Gatalog. That's G-A-T, like GATS, Gatalog.com. And they, can te- they teach you everything about 3D printing your own firearms. And they're legal. It's legal. It's within the law. It's not illegal. They're not ghost guns. Um, It's legal within the law or they wouldn't be able to exist. Go to the catalog and other online resources. And, you know, also if things shut down, you might need to print things like parts, replacement parts, whatever. So 3D printing, absolutely. Um, Aside from basic like food and water storage skills and home and auto repair skills is an imperative. Um, It's just like insurance. You know what I'm saying? You pay insurance for your car and your home, etc. Just in case you need skills that are insurance. Now, Mesh News is a zero-profit production. And you can find out more about us at meshnews.org. And I recommend watching our annual documentary, 2030 Vision. You can find it at the front page of our website. That's meshnews, M-E-S-H-N-E-W-S dot org. Now, if you take anything away from this podcast, I want you to understand, like gospel... It's not red versus blue, brown versus white, LGBTQ versus breeders, or you versus your neighbors. 
It's always been and always will be the haves versus the have-nots. You are the only thing that's real. Narratives are the delusions. Fear, love, and time is the only currency. I'm Stephen Beckman, and I hope this message finds you as I broadcast from San Diego from deep inside the filter bubble.